The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, I wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host, and this is one of our quarterback deep dive profiles. If you're listening to this, it's Thursday morning, and we're going to talk about Mac Jones with the biggest Mac Jones stand there is, the one, the only, Ryan Wilson. By the way, we're breaking down the top four quarterbacks uh, coming up. Wilson, what's up? Do you know um, Mac Jones' middle name? Oh, you know what I think I do? Isn't it like it's like uh it's very Caucasian. Well, it's very fitting for the way that he is viewed. Is it in, is it like Humphrey or something like that? Well, Mac stands for McCorkle. Oh, well, that's right, McCorkle. It's like McCorkle Dingleberry Jones or something Mike, like that. Mike McCorkle Jones. So. Oh, McCorkle is his middle name. That's and right, he goes Mac by Mac. Exactly. If he was Mike Jones, would people like him better? Well, they didn't like Mac Jones even before they knew what Mac was short for. So I don't know if it matters. No, that's what I'm saying. If he was Mike Jones, would, be, would he be more respected by the anti-Mac Jones crowd? I, like I, I say all the time, he should change his name to Tua Jones and then get the body that Tua has, and then people will like him a lot better. Because are, he, you sure, are you sure he doesn't have a better body than Tua? Like, I mean, dollar. He can't have a uh, – Tua can't have a worse body than Mac Jones. You've seen Mac Jones with his shirt off, right? I mean, who cares? You've got a little baby fat, a little dad bod. Because he, he's 23. What's he going to look like at 30, 33? Well, if he's playing for your team for 10 years, you're in good shape. I don't know. Like Ryan, two, is, two is tiny. Give me a tall, chubby guy over the short guy all day. Yeah, and then you do that, and people make fun of, of the Steelers for having Ben Roethlisberger back there. I mean, you can't win. Yeah, but you know the thing about about the difference between being short and having a little chub on your belly? What? You can get, you can change one of those. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't growing, <laughs> but you can, you can, we can do some ab crunches, some crunches, ab crunches. I just, ab crunches. you can tell, you can tell I do a lot of like uh, abdominal workouts. You can do some ab crunches. Yeah. I want to go to Will Brinson's gym. All right, everybody, let's see some ab crunches. Here's a beer. Uh, <laughs> March Madness and the Masters may be over, but the sports calendar never sleeps. The NHL trade deadline, daily NBA, and the NHL trade deadline. Who's watching the NHL? I don't want to hear Pete Blackburn talk about 15 Russian dudes being sent to Vancouver. Like, I don't, like, I don't need to hear that. Uh, but, you know, I probably will because I watch CBS Sports HQ all day long. I'll, I am interested in the RBC Heritage Tournament. 
uh, NFL draft news and rumors, and the UEFA quarterfinals. And you're home to get all of this information to stay in the know to be a smart sports fan. CBS Sports HQ. CBS Sports HQ is the only sports news streaming service that's completely free. How do you watch it? It's easy. It's available for free on your computer, your mobile device, or your connected TV via the CBS Sports apps. Or if you're more of a YouTube person, subscribe to CBS Sports HQ on YouTube for all the latest sports news videos on demand. Personally, I never, ever, ever miss a big story in sports because I turn it on first thing in the morning and leave it on all day long while I'm working, just like Ryan Wilson. And I'll leave you with this. If you're a sports news junkie like me, no sports network is faster with breaking news than CBS Sports HQ. Hey, Wilson, do you think that it has slowly, do you think it's slowly driving Devo insane having to like tweak promos to my voice? I don't think it's slowly. I think it very quickly took over his life and has put him on a spiraling path to pure insanity pure well, insanity well i, I do what i like because there's like there's certain sections of this are like i know that are that are like tweaked from the actual promo to like to like specifically to my is that true Debo? i think that's true right there's some truth to that okay that's what i thought um and Debo Debo also likes to slide inside jokes into these sometimes like he knows that i'll be reading them and like i'll realize it as i'm reading it like what the little reference you made <laughs> he, he knows under no circumstances are you going to read it ahead of time yeah, correct correct i will be yeah well now this is one that i've read several times but i mean i do i, I get the, but the initial read you're like uh what's his face from anchor man you're just reading whatever's up there i absolutely mac jones yeah absolutely mac jones um so somebody was a prospect He's 6'3", 200, I'm literally reading off the right now. 6'3", 217 pounds. 217, Mac, really? Uh, <laughs> 9.75 inch hands, ran a 479, uh, 40 at Alabama's pro day. You could probably tack on like point, one five extra for these, for these, uh, pro days sure. versus, versus the combine. Completed 77.4% of his passes last year for 4,500 yards, 41 touchdowns, and four picks. He was a consensus All-American, finished third in the Heisman Trophy voting, and was a national champion. So back to your point, Ryan, if you took this blind resume, like let's take away Mac Jones off the resume, and you provide this information, this dude might be going second overall. Well, 20 years ago, he's definitely going second overall because he's a traditional pocket passer. And, you know, they, he looks apart. He doesn't have a strong arm, neither did Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's more athletic. And I had a scout once describe Mac Jones to me as an unathletic Joe Burrow. And, you know, that's, there are worse things to be. But, uh, the other issue is that you hear all the time, which I, I just, I can't wrap my brain why it's a thing is that Mac Jones is throwing to wide open receivers. He's throwing to first round picks. He has first round picks blocking for him. Well, number one, Tua had more first round picks running routes than, than Mac Jones did. Jalen Waddle got hurt in the Tennessee game. He, barely played last season. It was mostly Devontae Smith, who was the Heisman Trophy winner, just crushing people. But Tua had Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. So, I mean, he had two and a half as many players that are first-round picks running routes for him, and I'm just uh, saying that Jalen Waddle played a half a season. That's where he's a half from. As Mac Jones, why is that any different? Najee Harris improved from last year, 2019 to 2020, but he was still a really good player. The offensive line was chock full of guys that are getting drafted. So I don't know why Tua gets a pass. The biggest issue with Tua was his hip. Before that, he was considered the, probably the number two overall pick, number three overall pick if you were going to go Chase Young, uh, as Washington football team because, you know, they had Dwayne Haskins. Dude, Some, Tua, no, coming into the season, Tua was one. 
No, that's right. But I mean, by I the time he leapfrogged him, I mean, Tua was a slam yeah. dunk. No, it was a tanking for Tua was a thing for two years. And right. Mac, Mac Jones is treated as like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't He's know. He's like a McCorkle. Yeah. It's like, oh, McCorkle replaced Tua. <laughs> it's like, sure, Alabama got better, but it wasn't because of Mac Jones, McCorkle Jones. I, you know, another thing too, I think it's fair to ask is like, what about, you know, are we, I mean, I, 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 I'm not, I, I'm, I'm evaluating where I'm at on Mac Jones. Um, cause I, it, I think it's really hard because I think a lot of us had the idea that he's, you know, probably a, a mid second rounder or something like that. And, sure. and now, now he's going to, he's probably going to go third overall. But like, if we're going to dog Mac Jones for throwing the first round picks, I mean, Trevor Lawrence deserves a little dinging too. Cause he's, I mean, Justin Ross, T Higgins, Amari Rogers, Hunter Renfro, you know, some of the guys he's thrown to Travis Etienne, like he's been, he's had, a lot of really good players surrounding him for the last few years. The difference with, with, um, Trevor Lawrence, even unlike Justin Herbert, who had no one to throw to for the most part, is that he checks every box physically. Like he's, I'm, I'm not, I'm not questioning Trevor Lawrence. I'm just saying, no, I know, but I'm saying like Mac Jones obviously doesn't check every box. Tua's short. Tua didn't have a great arm either. In fact, Mac Jones's arm is better than Tua's arm. Um, Tua didn't run a lot. And that's what people seem to think that he was Lamar Jackson. He was more Russell Wilson. Um, he wasn't even Josh Allen in terms of how he ran. So I, I, I just think it's in large part, it's, um, <laughs> I'm half kidding, but half serious body shaming McCorkle for looking the way he does and being sort of a goober. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I, I'll tell you, I'll say it until it happens or it doesn't happen. I had teams tell me in December that Mac Jones was a top 10 pick. And I said it here. I said it radio spots and everyone laughed and ha ha ha. And the 49ers traded up to three. Everyone quit laughing and go, and we're like, Oh my God, this is actually going to happen. Now here's the thing. And I completely, you will not get an argument out of me from this. And Prisco brings it up every time, every Tuesday, 4 p.m. on the mock draft show on HQ. If you want to see it, he'll bring it up this week too, no doubt. The 49ers gave up a crap ton, including that extra first round pick that we talked about last week on the podcast, on the mock draft Monday podcast to move up to number three. And most people feel like if you're giving up that much, you should get someone like a Justin Fields who has unlimited potential, which is true. But whoever the quarterback is, there's going to be an immense amount of pressure on them only because the 49ers gave up so much, that extra first-round pick. So they have to be able to figure this out, they being Sean McVay, uh, Sean, excuse me, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch with the quarterback. So can Justin Fields or Mac Jones handle the pressure? Yeah, probably. I, I think they're, 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 they're built to handle it, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to translate into them having immediate success. The other thing I'll say is that people always – or like, oh, Mac Jones, that's that. what you see is what you get. A fat guy who, who who doesn't have a strong arm. He started 17 games. He hasn't. He's going to get better. He hasn't played a lot of football. And even though he started 17 games, his he has a high floor, which you know you've sort of alluded to as being a pejorative, but not necessarily. But he also is going to improve because he there's nowhere for him to fall. Uh, 17 starts. So if you're under the impression that Trey Lance and Justin Fields can get better because they haven't played a lot of football, then why can't Mac Jones get better? And the last thing I'll say is that after Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones to me is the most NFL-ready quarterback to go out there in September and, and try to win football games. The other quarterbacks, including Zach Wilson, have some questions, whether it's lack of experience or, or playing against elite competition or whatever. So I get why teams like Tua and you know teams in general are much more conservative because their jobs are online than – Social media folks and, and, and fans. So I think that's what gets us to this point. I think if McCorkle, as I always say, you put McCorkle's head on Tua's body and give him two inches and make Tua six, two as opposed to six feet. No one's really caring much about 
I feel like what what happens at, at hey, the top five. Well, he's going second. <laughs> he's going ahead of Zach Wilson. That's the other thing. He he looks like he'll basically look, like if he looked just like Zach Wilson, <laughs> which would guy imagine that? Yeah. But but uh, here's here's the other thing that I would tell people too, and actually, I'll tell you why you shouldn't doubt Mac Jones after the break. Ooh. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. That was a Mike Greenberg special. Yeah, it was. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, so anyway, here's why I wouldn't. It, so I think it is really important. And we, we talk about this all the time, like I think on this show. And like, so Patrick Mahomes was a great prospect. People, there were a lot of people that really liked Patrick Mahomes as a, as a prospect, but he also went, you know, he didn't, wasn't first overall. And he went to the best possible landing spot for him in Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs with a ton of talent around him and uh, the best offensive coach in football. Maybe one of the best offensive coaches in – not the greatest ever. Bill Walsh probably take that, but you get the point. Like one of the greatest offensive minds of all time. And this is – and I say this because for me, when I think about Mac Jones, even if you don't like Mac Jones – you, unless the 49ers are doing the world's most annoying and unnecessary smokescreen <laughs> to pump up Mac Jones so they can take Justin Fields, which I guess is still possible. Sure. If, I mean, and, and that would, that would throw everything for a loop. But if the 49ers do indeed take Mac Jones at number three overall, you need to be prepared to separate your opinion about Mac Jones as a player with, or you need to reconcile it, I guess. And to reconcile your opinion of Mac Jones as a player and a prospect with, how Mac Jones will play in the spot that he's going. Because if you take Mac Jones, who completed behind a great offensive line with a good coaching staff, a really smart offensive coaching staff, and maybe the greatest football college football coach of all time, Nick Saban, along with a bunch of talent around him at running back and at, at wide receiver, and you drop him into – like it, what I'm saying is he's going to have that. Right. Like, it's one thing to go to the 49ers. There's nothing to go seventh overall to the Lions. Correct. Like if Mac Jones is going seventh overall to the Lions, I'm worried about Mac Jones. But if Mac Jones is athletic enough so he can run these bootlegs that Kyle Shanahan likes to do, he is makes smart decisions. I mean, 41 touchdowns, four interceptions. That's, that's really good. He doesn't turn the ball over. 
and he completes a really high percentage of his passes, and he can throw with enough anticipation. Kyle Shanahan schemes guys open. There's Debo Samuel. There's Brandon Ayuk. They have Alex Mack, the longtime you know Kyle Shanahan center who's performed really well with Kyle Shanahan wherever he's gone. And you have Trent Williams at left tackle. You have good players on that offensive line. This 49ers offense can be good. Mac Jones is not going to Detroit where they kill quarterbacks. He is going to the one of the best offensive minds in football. Kyle Shanahan, you don't need to throw into tight windows with Kyle Shanahan. He's going to have guys running. He's going to have Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk wide open in the middle of the field. And George Kittle, I even mentioned George Kittle. Like, mm. it's like, it's, it, you just have to be ready to reconcile it. How you feel about Mac Jones as a player and a prospect with how Mac Jones can fit into Kyle Shanahan's system if he is indeed going third overall to the 49ers because it, I think that's tough. Like, Mac Jones could be really good for Kyle Shanahan without being Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. That's the thing. And, uh, I think part of the issue is that, um, Twitter's an echo chamber. So you don't hear anything else and you're that is unwill- correct. unwilling to believe. Cause all the time, I, I hear this all the time. Uh, people tweet at me all the time. How is it that so and you have player so and so going here when he's the fifth best player at that position? Well, based on what? Based on all the other stuff you're seeing on Twitter. That's how it works. So you have to sort of open your mind to, or, or don't. It's up to you, but. To, <laughs> To understand the NFL team. Close your mind shut. <laughs> NFL teams feel differently about a lot of players. I mean, Pete said this two years ago. The Giants are higher on Daniel Jones than other teams. And people lost their mind about Daniel Jones going six. Now, the jury's still out on Daniel Jones. We don't know if he's good or not. This year, I think, will be the, the final say in that. Or the, the beginning of that conversation, at least. But sometimes that's what happens. So, I mean, you can be a 49ers fan and be extremely angry about it. And or you can be a 49ers fan and, and try to embrace the positive and, and look, it's certainly okay to question NFL teams. That's part of our job. That's what fans love to do. Dave Gettleman doesn't have a great track record at times with his personnel decisions in recent years. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch probably deserve a little more leeway. Yeah, but for I, sure. I understand. They, the they probably probably deserve a little bit of criticism too, just for some of the stuff. But I mean, like I agree with you. Like they 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 were in the Super Bowl two years ago. They get they get but a little bit of a pass here. You can certainly be angry as a fan about giving up an extra first round pick for whoever they end up taking. Um, sure, but uh, the consensus seems to be that fans on Twitter like Justin Fields better than Mac Jones. That's and fine with the media as well, and I get that. And Mac Jones, excuse me, Justin Fields could actually be the pick here, but it, it I wouldn't be surprised if it was Mac Jones based on what NFL teams are saying to me. I had a scout tell me that Mac Jones is safe, safer than Justin Fields and Trey Lance, and that he it's his third quarterback. Do you know yeah. who Mac Jones reminds me of? Who? A little bit of Matt Ryan, a little bit of Matt Schaub, little bit of Kirk, like, little bit of Kirk Cousins. Yes, who maybe, likes those guys. maybe a little bit of Brian Hoyer. Well, if you put them together, I, I don't know if that's worth the, the third overall pick. But if you win football games, and by the way, the, one of the pushbacks you get sometimes from from media and fans is that well, they already have Mac Jones on the roster and Jimmy G. Number one, Jimmy G can't stay healthy. Yep. And number two. They wouldn't be trading up if Kyle Shanahan thought that they were the same person. Jimmy Correct. G doesn't doesn't really do it for me in, in terms of being consistently playing above the line. So you could say that. Pete likes to say AJ McCarron. There on no planet is AJ McCarron and McCoy. See that's that AJ McCarron. The AJ McCarron comp is like calling Justin Fields Dwayne Haskins. It's, <laughs> it's kind of. I mean, like it's disrespectful. Like, well, it's like they went to the same school, so the same. Like, what are we, what are we talking about here? Right. I mean, the other thing too is like. Look, man, Mac Jones, what, what was his star ranking coming out of high school? Uh, let me check real quick, but. Yeah, sorry, I did that section. That's fine. BMAC, yeah, you pulled the Wilson. BMAC points this out too. <laughs> he played at a running high school in Jacksonville. So it wasn't like he, he can't, 
Uh, three star. Okay, so I mean, not a not a highly decorated prospect, but went to the bowl school, home of Larry Chipper Jones. Are you serious? What do you mean? I'm not. My mother is a the bowl a graduate of the bowl school. She was a ah, she was a five star. Well done, Mrs. Brinson. And Brinson, yes, the entire Williams clan went to the prestigious bowl school in Jacksonville, Florida. Thanks, Daddy Pat. Um, R.I.P. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, Mac Jones was a three star coming out. So yeah, all right. So that would be the one. What I was going to suggest. I mean, like, but it's not like he was like some you know nobody. I mean, he got recruited by Alabama. By the way, this is something that um, Nick Saban brings up too when he talks about Mac Jones. He he said Mac Jones could have left because he was behind Jalen Hurts and Tua Tonga Bailoa. He stayed there. He busted his ass, and he became what he is. So the, you, you, I respect that he did that because you know kids transfer all the time for various reasons. No one would have been upset with Mac Jones for transferring to to get more playing time, but he stayed there and and, and actually parlayed his uh, tenure there into being a what looks like a, a top five pick. And again, like I I get it. like I I mean it's uh it's tough to. It's tough to like go from Mac Jones might sneak into the top half of the draft to Mac Jones is going third overall and the 49ers just gave up three first, three, three first round right. picks to take. No, that's it, right. It accelerated so quickly that I think it's difficult for us to sort of but wrap our heads around. Clear, it accelerated in the media and on Twitter. NFL teams in December were like, this guy's a top 10 pick. You've been saying it for, you've been saying it for, for a while and like you've been all over it. I, I, I would even suggest that you like haven't beaten the drum loudly enough and maybe because <laughs> because it's tough to, you're like, I have Mac Jones is a top 10 pick. And it's like, all right, crazy. Ass. Yeah, settle down, crazy part. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then people make TikTok right. videos about you just trying to get, being a, <laughs> being a troll. <laughs> right. But I mean, like, but you know, this is a, this is a thing that happens with the draft process is that we have the media, there is a delay in how the media perceives certain prospects to, because it takes a while for the teams to, the information to come from the teams. And that delay, I think, has been, um, exacerbated. Is that the right word? I think it's yes. yeah. yeah. It's been exacerbated because of COVID and because there's no combine, because there's no contact with these teams. There's, the, the, you know, you don't have the pro days aren't the same because, you know, everybody's masked up and you're not seeing as much interaction with media members and, and the personnel people from around the NFL. So I think it's possible that the, that the, 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 what I'm saying is that the 49ers, you know, they obviously gave up a lot to go get Mac Jones because they like him if they are again taking Mac Jones, but. They don't give that up just because they're like, oh, we have to get Mac Jones. I mean, they give that up because there's chatter around the league about other NFL teams who are interested in taking Mac Jones or who think Mac Jones is flying under the radar. Like they let move me, up. Um, let me give you a peek behind the curtain because I was actually I've been thinking about this because uh, our our buddy Wes McElroy at Richmond asked me this last week on the radio. He said, "Do you ever think that you're being smoke screened in general?" And I said, "Well, I certainly thought about it with the Mac Jones thing, but I think part of the reason the media was slow." on the Mac Jones news is because we're at the point in the, in the draft cycle where NFL teams aren't going to tell people what they think about players. And in December, no one was saying, Hey, Mac Jones looks like a top five pick, right? I was just talking to, to some teams, some, some people I know, uh, uh, about Mac Jones in general saying, I think I like him more than most, most people do in the media. And then I would hear, Oh my, okay. This guy is actually really good. Now you're not going to hear that now. And that may be why we didn't hear Adam Schefter or, or Daniel Jeremiah or, or whomever or, you know, Dane Brugler, whoever talk about it because no one thought to ask about Mac Jones in December. And when you ask in December, no one cares because no one's like, Oh, you know, cause December, like you're six months away from the draft. Their right? NFL teams are also mostly focused on the season in December, you know, like that's the other thing that I think people don't realize general managers 
they may go to games and watch players, um, big name players, the Trevor Lawrence, the Zach Wilson's, even the Mac Jones of the world, but they're not really dialed into the draft in, until after the season and sometimes well after the season because they're handling all facets of the organization. So sometimes James might say something in, in November or December that won't really matter in May, uh, April or, uh, or March because their, their opinions have changed because they, they're better informed. And I think that's something else that sort of gets lost in the mix sometimes. So, um, cause I, I do wonder like, why is no one else talking about Mac Jones? Maybe no one's asking about Mac Jones at the time in terms of the, what, what the media thought of him. So yeah, I was on the, uh, on, on that Mac Jones Island for, on McCorkle Island for a while, but it, it appears. And look, once again, to your point, maybe the 49ers are just, this is an elaborate smoke screen that take Justin Fields, but, uh, it feels <laughs> like Mac Jones. I'd be so annoyed if they do that. Um, very quickly, we'll get out of here. Uh, but you know, we sort of diverted into a, a bigger draft discussion and, and the value of picks and all of that. And but it's important. And, and we, I mean, obviously we talked about Mac Jones, but specifically, uh, specific strength and strengths and weaknesses for you, uh, that you, that stand out with Mac Jones. He's incredibly smart. He doesn't make mistakes. He gets the ball out quickly. Even Tua took hits that he unnecessarily, and that was one of the knocks against him that he tried to do things he shouldn't, he sh- didn't need to do, uh, in Sarkeesian's offense at Alabama. Mac Jones rarely has those concerns. Um, yes, guys are running wide open, but you watch him play. He gets the ball where it needs to go. He knows where to go with the ball. He, he's rarely fooled. He can move. He's a better athlete than, than I think we give him credit for. Doesn't have a great arm, but it's good enough. And, Teams are convinced he can make every throw. Can he make every throw that Justin Fields can make with that sort of pace? No. Neither can, <laughs> nor can, um, he make the throws Trevor Lawrence always makes, but he, um, he's incredibly smart and it certainly feels like that's what Kyle Shanahan is looking for. Like guys where he doesn't, like Jimmy G, you can sometimes see the visible frustration on Kyle Shanahan's face and that's no knocking against Garoppolo, but you feel like Shanahan feels like that Mac Jones is the next step above what he is looking for in this evolution of a Shanahan QB. I would also uh, suggest that arm strength, while it's not like size. So we've seen, I mean, Peyton Manning's arm got stronger. Tom Brady's arm got stronger. Drew Brees' arm got stronger. Like you can develop additional arm strength at the NFL level. Um, You know, you're just, you know, you're, you're, you become a professional. Like you, you know, you, when it's your job, if you can. Anybody needs to get on the TB12 plan. It's McCorkle. So I would encourage him <laughs> to pick that book up and, and start, uh, pliability and, and almond, uh, what's it called? Guacamole ice cream. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying that if you can, you can develop arm strength. You, you right. know, you, um, you, you know, Justin Fields is going to have way more athleticism than, Mac Jones ever will. I mean, he's just going to be a better athlete. Like that's just, yes. that's just how it's going to work. But you can certainly Mac Jones can improve on his athleticism. Um, you know, it, it, comps, comps wise, do you think that the Matt Shaw, Matt Ryan thing is fair? Yeah. Matt Ryan makes sense. Like a, a souped up Kirk Cousins. He's better than Kirk Cousins. Uh, but, but that type of, you know, pocket type passer, he can move a little bit, but, uh, yeah, those, those all, are perfectly reasonable, and, and I think he he doesn't have the arm strength of Matt Ryan, but I, I think he has a chance to be that type of impact player. Okay, I love it. All right, that's the Mac Jones profile. Ryan Wilson breaking it down, of course, in excellent fashion. Your guy Mac Jones, the guy to watch when it starts comes the beginning of the NFL draft at number three. We'll find out if we're getting smoke screen. Wilson, mm-hmm. as always, great work. Talk to you later.